Hello, everybody. Ooh. Oh, fucking hell. I just, I just stuck my arm off the chair. Hey guys, and welcome back to the newest episode of Girls Plus Club Potty with your hosts, Rosie Breen and... Henry Ridges. Welcome back. We, uh... Oh, Sorry. I almost headbutted them. Henry Styles it, thank you. Henry Styles it! You're out. Out the closet. That's it. I'm oh, that's actually a really good pun. Out the closet, because... Oh, nice, yeah, because yeah. of clothes. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Is that why you're wearing something colourful today? You don't normally wear that's such colour. Oh my God, the two of us! Just chucked well, it like, on. Um, Oh, if this was green, we'd be like fairly odd parents. Yeah. Did you ever watch that? Yeah. Do you remember we oh saw, uh, we went to a barbecue and the two guys had oh, yeah. Oscar, the <laughs> fairly odd parent t-shirts on, Fairly odd parents. Quality, quality program. So how have you been? Not not great. Oh, why? I'm poorly. I got poorly back. Oh, your back's really yeah. bad. Yeah. I just, I've just been, my sleeping pattern's been awful and that just has such a big effect on everything else. Like, yeah. Such a knock on. And you don't really notice it. Like if you if you're not getting enough sleep, you're like, oh, I'm tired. But you don't really think, oh, because I'm tired, I'm now cranky, cranky, <laughs> short patience. Like brain literally doesn't work the same. Yeah. But you're just like, oh, I'm tired. That's what it is. But it actually knocks onto everything. And I think it impacts like every other aspect of your life, doesn't mm. it? Like you get t- more tired when you're out with your friends now, and you want to come home earlier. You fall asleep. When you're at your friend's house sometimes. Most of the time, yeah. Yeah, you, and it, you just can't... It's almost like you have to consciously push yourself to be, like, present in the moment because you're yeah. so tired that you just... You're just, like, you're just not there. It's weird, yeah. I've never felt like this before. It's very, like, you feel like a passenger. Yeah. Like just co- what, of your own life? Yeah. But of your body? Just, like, coasting, like... Uh, yeah, it's just weird. It's weird yeah. sensations, feels... Not great. I feel like not many people talk about the fact that under 30 or even under 40, like dealing with things like a really bad back or a really bad meat, a really bad hip, there's this added side to it where you're like, fucking hell, like I'm so young and this is happening. Like yeah. what's the rest of my life actually going to look like? I feel like when you're, when you're like under 20, you can literally like... Bounce you're like, back. You're like a toddler, <laughs> you literally bounce back up onto your feet and you're fine. <laughs> yeah. And then... Like a lot of my friends and a lot of people that I know at work and stuff all have like an ailment. Someone's got a dodgy shoulder. Yeah. Someone's knees do this. Oh, I've got to do. I've I do worry about you working in a trade because physically it's so labor intensive on your body. You get to an age where like it's not good for your dad, is it? Yeah. But if on the flip side of that, though, if he stopped and didn't do physical labor now yeah he would literally like he'd seize up yeah but that's because he's not got good habits in the rest of his life that wouldn't happen if he had better habits the rest of his life yeah i think it would because your body gets used to doing this amount of exercise for this amount of time well i don't think your body the same with like your like your if brain that's actually how you think and how you feel then why are you still doing it because you're way before that before getting to the point where if you stopped you'd seize up no because i like outside of working mm. i go to the gym yeah i, I do stretches that's what i mean though you have it's the, the outside of the stuff you have habits good habits outside that's what i'm saying mm. if your dad had them from a young age too yeah but this is a, that's a generational thing right <laughs> yeah that's a different topic for a different day yeah <laughs> i'm not quitting my job well, I am. If, <laughs> I am if my Instagram pops up. Oh, stop. Would you actually? I'd love to, mate. Would you actually? I would, well, I fucking did, didn't I? You did it, mate. Yeah. No, it's so good. Great inspiration. It just changes your life because, and it's, I know that this sounds so 
I don't know, I just don't want to annoy anyone by saying this, but it's not the money. It's not the money that changes your life, but it's what the money can give you. So it's, for me, it's the time and the freedom. And it's now the freedom to sit down and actually think about what it is that I want in life. It's like the lifestyle change, isn't it? That it yeah. And I just, get. I just feel like I look at life a little bit differently now because when I was working in them, my old medical place it was nine to five and it was okay got my end of year review hoping for a promotion at the end of the year and then I'm going to do this when I look back I'm like wow I was so boxed up into only progressing by so much within certain time frames whereas in the last year alone like I've given myself like five promotions unofficially because Mm. so much has changed and so much has grown so quickly and I'm adapting to it and it's doing really well that that's almost like a for me I consider that like a promotion in my head because I'm like that's a really good achievement so this is technically what you would have classified as a promotion before and it's one step ahead it's one step more Um, and I guess that's just for me because of the way that I think but for me what the job has done is shown me that you don't need to stick to these structured okay I've got my coursework done and I'm going to qualify now that I qualify get an extra 20 quid an hour and now that's me for the rest of my life no it doesn't have to be that way at all like you can half do your job half do private jobs half do this half do that like I just think that there's so much more value in our time than what I used to believe but in saying that I definitely was so much happier working a nine to five and being able to close my laptop at the end of the day and not bring it home whereas I don't have that anymore and it's something that like I'm really working through oh I told you guys didn't I that I got a new therapist I'm really working through therapy with now because I I literally can't switch off sometimes and I find that really hard and so yeah there's huge huge positives but there are also some major negatives yeah yeah like a positive of working for like a bigger company and just being like get to the get to your six week review promotion yeah. and that hitting those targets it's like it's very bitty and like small in that part but like you said if something goes wrong or if you don't hit those targets there's no like yeah go on someone I was going to interrupt them but you there's like no repercussion from it like so say you don't get promoted yeah. you don't get sacked you just stay where you are yeah and if you me- mess up at work and oh this has cost someone three weeks delay on this or it's cost someone x amount of money then you like, you get taken to a meeting room and it's like oh that was bad don't we do need that to analyze the situation so make sure this doesn't again. happen again yeah. but anyway what do you want to do for lunch whereas like <laughs> if you do that now yeah do you have all the stress of like being yeah. that one-man band oh but. definitely and the responsibility totally falls on you and i think that's the biggest difference when you're working for someone else and there are huge perks and like positives for working for someone else but when you work for someone else you can just you can go on holiday and switch off that's really that's what I was going to interrupt you to say you, you can go, go on, on holiday, holiday like, and switch off I can go on holiday and switch off but I have to you have to really, actively yeah. like months in advance prepare for that and also to the point where I don't want and I hate that this happens and it's just like it's everybody in every job but if you decide to take a week's holiday I feel like you work double time the week before so that you can take that holiday you definitely, yeah, the week before you work extra so that it's like less workload and then the week that you come back, you're, catch- you're catching up, which basically means like hammering work, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. I feel like um, it's not just special to being a content creator as well. I think it's just general when you're self-employed, you feel that sense of responsibility and you feel that sense of like, I have to do everything because if I don't do it, no one else does. 
and you can't always outsource someone to do stuff or to pick things up while you're away because well it depends on the nature I guess because if you're doing that you you never are going to be totally satisfied that they've done it to how you would have done it and so you end up just like I don't know I feel like I micromanage and like watch over people doing stuff you could do like you can have the same job but whether you're self-employed or work for a company yeah. like your perspective on everything is so different and that obviously over time changes yeah like if you work for a big company ideally you want to be the last person to arrive in the morning the first person to go home <laughs> if you're working for someone else yeah because you're you're going to get paid oh you're five minutes late sorry the bus whatever yeah and then i've got i've got to shoot off because i've got the doctors like and you have no repercussion of that whereas if you're self-employed you think well i'm going to start early today because i'm going to get everything done and then it gets to the end of the day and you're like oh i can get ahead so it's just constant like burn it at both ends isn't it yeah definitely definitely which comes back to the holiday thing that you're on about you can't really you can let it go but you know like if you're on holiday and you're relaxing whatever's building up or happening is going to have to get addressed at some point yeah so it's whether you do a little bit now or you do loads when you get back from your holiday and the other thing with holidays for me in particular like as a content creator is that holidays are like such a for me, such a, yeah, like a luxury thing to do. They're such a sweet spot because I really enjoy creating content and what I do in that sense. So when I'm on holiday, why would I not want to sit and yeah. do it when I'm in literally the perfect environment to create content? So I don't stop myself from doing it if I fancy it, but I also don't force myself to do it anymore. I definitely did for the first couple of holidays. I was like, these aren't holidays. These are working trips, but just abroad. Yeah. But I did do that when I went to Barcelona. And honestly, I, the girl that I went with, I think it drove her crazy that I was, I was like, no, I'm not here for a holiday. I'm here to actually work. But I just wanted like a change of scenery, which again, actually is just a normal thing to do with whatever digital job you have, that you yeah. can work remotely. But, um, yeah I think it's it's definitely a balance of everything which we always like I always hear people say like you just need to find your balance you can find your balance and, blah, blah, blah. and it's true and we will find it we'll get there I say we I'm talking about like people who are like me but finding an actual balance is so much harder in life than what it's kind of just it's like a throwaway comment at this stage like oh you'll find your balance we just got to find balance between it all oh there's a sweet sweet spot we'll find our balance how do you actually find balance between everything between work between life between relaxing mm. between ha- like staying on top of your skincare staying on top of your nails like getting enough sleep spending time with your friends like it's exhausting <laughs> don't yeah. just like keep up with it it's- it's hard as well because when people talk about balance, I don't know about you, but I just see that as a seesaw. So I see two sides, like A and B. Yeah. And it's balance those. They balance those, but there's actually like. But when you talk about that job, ends. yeah, it looks like a clock face <laughs> and you've got to balance each and then every one to keep like the ball in the middle. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, and it's constantly moving. <laughs> but as long as you address one of those, one of those seesaws, as yeah. long as you balance one, of, that's all you can do is balance one at a time, right? It's true. But it's. It's definitely tough. I think back to that episode I did with Becky and I talked about focusing on what fills my cup. Um, She introduced me to that saying and I've literally used it ever since. That really helps me to like visually imagine how I can imbalance a situation. Like I've talked so much about wanting to take a slower life and just being a bit like calmer and just chilling out and slowing down a lot more in 2024 but that's because the last couple of years were so crazy to the point where they were amazing but they were crazy to the point where if I sat at the end of the year I couldn't if I had named five things that I thought were amazing this that like that last year 
yeah, I would have named five things. It would have been hard to think of them, but also there would have been a hundred other things I just did not remember because everything was so good, but it was so bang, 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 bang. And I just never had those moments to rest and really just like take in the way that I'm living, take in what's going on and just like process the good times, the bad times, everything. You're just going a hundred miles an hour, literally. So this year I just want to, really relax find your balance yeah find my balance my balance right now and what's going to fill my cup right now is spending more time at home is spending time with you spending time with billy relaxing and do you know what like i said i love creating content but i also also want to create like slower paced content i hate feeling like i have to post like seven times a week on instagram and like don't get me wrong i still do it i still post a lot on instagram but i like talking on my stories just like in the moment there and then sharing what's going on what i'm doing taking a pretty picture or whatever but i also really like the like the idea of once a week hopping on the mic and doing the podcast and just like catching up and doing the same on youtube and just like taking it slower in that sense because i don't feel that rat rat race rush to mm. constantly get content out so i can constantly uh, grow on Instagram so I can constantly you know go viral like ugh, like I've, it's happened a few times now and it's just not all that's cut out you need to, to like, me what's the phrase stop and smell the flowers yeah that's literally it that's yeah. what I want to do this year this whole year stop and smell the flowers and also stick to a fitness plan that would be really good <laughs> yeah yeah again going back to the self-employed you talk so much about growing and expanding and more money and more clients and more mm. when actually for for a little bit why not just why can't we just stay where we are like we're in a good spot let's not focus on this hyper drive to grow and change let's just put it in cruise control for a little bit and like enjoy where we are yeah nourish, nourish. right now yeah yeah smell the flowers yeah it's a journey, isn't it? I feel like There's we're going to spend our whole 20s talking about how we're going to find balance in our 20s. Oh, I'm out of time. <laughs> and then we're going to suddenly be 30. Well, you're going to be 30 this year. <sighs> suddenly be 30 and then be like, what do you do for your 20s? Just complained about not finding balance. <laughs> the whole, my whole 20s. There's obviously no answer or formula or right way to do it because everybody would do it. Like, that's why, yeah. that's why everyone has a different job and does different things and works different amounts because everybody's trying to find their own balance. Yeah. And it's also, I think it's important that we talk about finding balance and help each other, give each other ideas and share tips and stuff. But it's really hard to talk to someone else about balance without putting your perspective of balance on it. So like you said then about going on holiday and liking, wanting to post and stuff and wanting to edit videos. Yeah. Whereas I could sit there and look at you and be like, fucking hell, she's still working. (laughs) <laughs> I'm on holiday. My balance for me on holiday is doing nothing. Yeah, it's so hard for me to not project that onto you and be like, "What are you doing? You, sh- you well, should be relaxing." Well, it's happened. We when we were we were, we were in Morocco. Where were we? But you were like, "Stop working." I don't think it was Morocco. I think it was somewhere else. But you you were telling me like, "Stop working," and I was like, "This doesn't feel like work yeah. to me." But I did simultaneously. I did just need to get off my phone for like a few days. But that's like me projecting my idea of balance. Yeah, but, I don't but know it also what, did help. I don't know what balance is for the next person. Yeah, so. it's true, it's true. So it's hard to talk to someone else about balance because everyone's so different. That's why it's difficult. Because yeah. you'll say, you might like speak to your mum or speak to your friend or something and they'll be like, well, what I do is this. And you think, well, actually, no. That wouldn't work for me. Yeah. But sometimes having those conversations and hearing what other people say and then your gut reaction is, oh, that's not right for me, is as 
valuable as yeah. having those conversations and being like, oh, I'm going to try that. That sounds like that could You're work. You're still narrowing me. down your pathway exactly, to success. Exactly. And so I just keep the conversations of how, not just necessarily how do I achieve balance? Like, what do you do to help like make yourself feel happy? And mm. it's, you know, I think a lot of people in life, me included, if we didn't work we wouldn't have that sense of purpose and have that sense yeah, of direction. For sure. This for the majority of people, I think. We all need that thing that we do every single day because it keeps us going. And I think it's nice to be able to appreciate that you need that and you have that, but also understand that you need breaks from it. And yeah, what if I talked to my mum about balance? She would t- say something totally different to what I would say. And like, there's some people I know who are self-employed and that part of their balance is actually they understand now that forcing themselves to take even five days off of work and not looking at a single email or looking at a single piece of content or sale or anything stresses them out more than if they were to just do an hour every single morning and I totally agree with that I totally understand that I would find feel more comfortable myself even if I was going away for like three days to do like half an hour every morning or an Mm. hour every morning just I guess a part of it is helping me with my sense of purpose, but also a part of it is just helping me feel in control that things are taking over and the things that aren't taking over, I'm aware of. But in saying that, when we did that unplugged retreat, <laughs> and I actually locked my phone in a box for five days because I locked my, I kept my phone away, I gave my phone to Henry for an extra day afterwards. Do, do you remember? Mm. I didn't go on my phone for the next day because I was so in the flow of just like not using technology and I loved it so much so god knows where my balance is <laughs> one extreme to the other mm. right, i didn't expect all that balance so much today that was funny um i've got a couple of dilemmas yeah are you ready shall we go into it okay well, let's go hey rosie henry and billy <laughs> it's so cute when you guys address billy she is in the room she's sitting over there asleep i'll keep it short okay good because we haven't got loads <laughs> i'll keep it short so my question is do you guys find it difficult with money since there's a pay gap? I heard you say this in a different episode and I just want to know how you guys split things up. Looking for advice because my boyfriend earns half of me. Go on, girl, love that. And I find it frustrating that I feel like I have to pay for everything even though he's on a good wage still. Thanks in advance. Why, yeah, why do, you, why do you feel like you have to pay for everything? Yeah. He's obviously... If he's on a good wage and... He ex- like he literally sits there and waits for you to take your purse out and pay for things. Then that's a conversation you guys need to have. Yeah. And if his attitude stinks, then the boy needs to go. <laughs> but if he's sitting there and he's like, no, I don't expect you to pay for everything, but you have that sense of responsibility upon yourself, that's a very different conversation. Like and going out with, for dinner with dad every time, mate. Yeah. You just don't take... When you, you get a mum and dad, man. You don't do it. You don't... Well... I do. <laughs> you do with your parents. I do. Um, I think it's just important to understand maybe a couple of things here. Is the onus on you because you've put it on you or is it because he's put it on yeah. you? We have had this before, like through the transition of when I started earning just like a little bit more, it was still very 50-50. And then when I had that jump a couple of years ago, it was it was weird for me, if I'm being honest, mm. because... I definitely felt like I had an onus, like a responsibility, and I put it on myself to pay for more things because, like, I would rather me spend the extra tenner if 
the difference of you having that tenor or not was going to mean that you had to sacrifice something else. Mm. Because like the value of the tenor was, let's say, for argument's sake, the value of £10 was like £100 value to, to you. Yeah. And for me, it was £1. Mm. Not, Jesus, not actually £100, <laughs> not, not that ratio. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if the value of the tenor has changed for you and it's changed for me and it would be less stressful for me to pay, then I would, I would pay because you also want that person... To I don't want you to be stressed out and I want you to be comfortable and happy. But then simultaneously, you could be then reinforcing bad habits and bad expectations on the other person. In an ideal world, when it comes to split the bill, you should like pay... Like Like ratio. Yeah. I don't know. Because what I like is that... Yeah. Then you're both... You're technically invested the same then. Yeah. You talk about the value of the... Ten, of the 10 pounds yeah if you do it at a ratio then that value becomes equal for both of you but yeah the value becomes equal but actually the money that you're spending isn't but that's what i'm saying mm. yeah so we have our like main bills which we have like an agreed way of splitting i think mm. slightly more um but that's because also we're living in a more expensive flat for me and out of my choice. So we kind of split it based on that as well um, and our wages. But what we do with like the general stuff to help us both feel happy and help us both feel comfortable is like the weekly grocery shop. We tend to split 50-50. But if you're having quite a tight month that month because well this month we've had to pay mortgage and rent because we Ooh. didn't get some shit done in time in december and there's been lo- loads of delays with our solicitors it's kind of similar to when you've got a friend that you know earns a lot yeah. more than you you would never sit there and expect that friend well i hope you wouldn't sit there and expect that friend to always pay for stuff but naturally if your friend knows that they earn quite a lot more than you they might just want to because they know it will be nice yeah. and it's you know it's i've shown like it's all it's one of my love languages for sure is like buying people presents but more so like rather than buying like physical gifts to give someone it's kind of like taking a financial thing away from them so yeah. like i enjoy i know it's got it's cool guys i'll pick up lunch today or i'll get this one you get the next one but you know they're never going to get the next mm. one because you're not going to let them like that kind of thing you know what i'm saying yeah. so i enjoy i enjoy that i think it's nice because i know it does help my friends that i have those interactions with and those exchanges but um yeah i think really to answer your question you just need to figure out who the who's putting the onus on who yeah why is it why does it feel like this at the moment yeah and then just speak about it right yeah and yeah. honestly if his attitude's really stinky and he's like no you earn so much more than me i'm not paying for this like you can pay for it then you need to walk away i don't care how much you love him yeah. but that's no way to treat someone that you love like it's so disrespectful mm. and it's also also really ugly like i just i would if you, I can never be with someone that I felt would take advantage of me for any reason, obviously. But when it comes to financials, if I, for an, like a minute, thought you were taking the piss, it would just, I obviously wouldn't be like, oh, fuck off, breaking up straight away. Uh, yeah. But it would make me feel some type of way. I would be like, that's disgusting. I feel, and vice versa. Like, if I thought you were taking the piss of me. Yeah. And I was like, fucking hell, like, I'm having beans on toast <laughs> every day. Or even like, if I was. I feel like I'm a little bit conscious of it. Like if I was like constantly like flashing my money at you and pressuring you to spend more money and come on, let's go here, let's, let's go out for that, drinks, let's, let's do, do that. This. Yeah. And it's just like you're not no longer on that same page. Yeah. Then yeah. So that's what we mean, like who's the onus on? Because that yeah. that would be on 
the higher earner, whereas it might be on the lower earner. Cause yeah. Do you know what? I feel like this does open a bigger conversation because it's not easy finding a balance when it comes to financial indifferences in a relationship. Like, I'll admit I've found it quite hard over the last couple of years because there are, there, there, it just it just changes things and you are on a different page with some things. And it could be something small like, what bars do you go to? Yeah, where what, do you go for dinner? Where do you go for dinner? Or how often? How often? And even just like little things that I think when you earn a bit of money, you, you tend to forget. And it's really important to ground yourself and humble yourself a little bit but just remind yourself the value of the pound like when you go to Sainsbury's you're like I'm just going to pick up lunch today and you've ended up spending 12 pounds because you didn't want to get what's on the meal deal and instead you buy all these other things and yeah it's great you had a lovely lunch but the value of the pound still remains and you can't live your life like that forever if you obviously you work hard and you spend mm. your money wisely, then of course you can. But if that's how you're spending your money at this stage, or I'm kind of speaking to myself, if that's how I'm spending my money at this stage, then my money's not going to last very long because I'm going to be overspending on things that I don't need to. It's called lifestyle creep. The more money you earn, the more money you spend. and You, you become accommodated. You don't really get better off. Your, yeah, you don't. You get you don't. So you get a pay rise at work of like, you get £5,000 pay rise at work. But then you buy a £10,000 more expensive car. When or, it comes to next year, you don't have £5,000 in a pot, do no, you? No, because you spend it. Yeah. Because you've been, yeah, that's actually so true. So one of our solutions for finding like a balance between how we spend our money and what we spend our money on and making sure that we're keeping things at like equal, for, equal levels for each other is like okay, maybe I want to go to this nice restaurant and it is a little bit more expensive, so I'll cover the bill at this place. But then when we go to your place and it's a bit cheaper, then you cover the bill there. Nando's! Uh, yeah. <laughs> Not that cheap. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just... We've we've kind of struck a balance in like a... It's not a very structured balance. No, it's but I not. Feel like we, it's a bit more of an emotional balance, I think. I feel like we've If got I'm to... honest, guys, I'm finding it really hard to talk about this right now because I, I get scared of talking about money in front of so many people because there are so many people's opinions, but also so many people's different like lifestyles and people's different like financial capabilities. And I just, I, I've been in rooms before where I've sat with people and they're, they're so much wealthier than me and the way they talk about money I'm like you're so fucking tone deaf well, you like clue, you yeah. haven't got a clue and I'm so scared I'll never say this like this anywhere else other than here but I'm so scared of sounding like a prick like I don't want to sit here and be like and then I go to this restaurant and then they do this and then that's the value of a dollar like I just feel like I sound like a dick when I'm talking about it but I what I genuinely want to say is that Yes, you're allowed to spend the money that you earn and you've worked hard for it and that's great, but don't forget that the value of your money remains the same as what it's always been. It's just how you choose to spend it that changes and the quantity levels of how you spend it. And I just want to keep myself grounded and never be that person that walks around tone deaf because I've come from the other fucking spectrum where my mum and dad have been stressed about how they're going to feed us and we don't get pocket money. Like that didn't happen until I was 16 and that's because my uncle gave me pocket money, you know? So I just think it's important to like have that balance. I just don't want to sound like an arsehole. I'll keep you grounded. <laughs> Anyways. Money is just fun tokens, though, <laughs> at the end of the day. Oh, I don't know why that stressed me out so much. I felt like I was trying to, like, say it perfectly and say it right for the last, like, five minutes. And then it's hard to talk about money. You did good. 
oh, I just don't want to sound like a dick as well. Rosie's actually using £50 <laughs> notes to dry her tears. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, dear. It's not a good time to tell you guys that I've booked a one-way ticket. No, not joking. It's, it's, hard. <laughs> it's hard because, yeah, money is like a taboo subject because it means so much to everybody. So people don't really want to talk Honestly, about it. Honestly, runs the world and it's really scary. <laughs> yeah, and it's, it's very, really it's very like gatekeepery. Like to yeah. ask someone their wage is like, oh my god, are you what? I'm not telling you how much I earn. <laughs> was like, oh, well, hang on. First we- time I met Henry's dad, he asked me how much money I earn, and I just looked at Henry like, what is he just asked me? And then you were like, you can tell him if you want, and I just told him. He was like, oh, fairs. Yeah, it's not like <laughs> it was when I was at like, my old job. It's not like a quiz. It's just. It know. also doesn't need to be as taboo as it is. No. And I actually think there's so much power, especially it's in my industry. It's not sinister. Especially in my industry. Yeah. There's so much power in sharing numbers. And I've talked about this with so many other content creators before where we tell each other how much we're getting paid. We tell each other what this brand's offering and what we're negotiating at. And not necessarily your yearlies, like your annual salary, which is what you would compare like nine to five jobs, like your annual yeah. salary. But we tell each other about payments for specific jobs because i think within this industry it's so important that we remain in control and the women because it is a female dominated industry one of the only ones in the world and it's such a high paying industry that it's so important that the women remain in control and the people within this industry now that hey we've got some guys in the industry remain in control so that the brand because the other us alternative is that the brands are in control and the corporations are in control of enough in this world as it is so we should yeah, be in control that's why of this so many side people of it. are underpaid yeah and it would be why a lot of girls actually i'm a friend it just kind of happens i guess to gravitate towards when you have things in common but a lot of my friends are like micro influencers now and they'll always come to me and i'll help them write emails i'll help them quote stuff and just help emily the other day send a quote off to some um skin companies and i'll always educate them in the value of usage and the value of exclusivity a- and the value of so many things so that you aren't underselling yourself i mean i undersold myself my first few months until i got management and then i learned loads from my management anyways we are totally digressing no, but, but you do also hear that like you saying about helping everybody else i've no situations where we've spoken about it, about people that we know yeah and they've been speaking like we've had two mutual friends or family members talking yeah. about how to do this or approach this and they've said oh like figure it out yourself and like they've yeah. done the same with things that are you are, on about yeah yeah and they've done things that are the same that are like financial yeah and it's like oh well, hang on are we mates or are we family or what, what's yeah, going on because we've had that with people and because you helping me out now give me advice on saying it doesn't take away from me this is what figure i went in at this is how much i think it's worth this is how much i'm getting paid if you tell someone that you what they get paid doesn't come off your wage what they get out of it the situation doesn't change how much you paid for it you go back to the shop and say well you sold it to him for 20 pounds less can i have a like a rebate yeah you just help your friend out i don't see that's really grinds my gears actually because then it's like oh so you're on the side of like corporation so you don't want to help me out yeah so if you're not with me you're against me why would you not help out a friend yes and the same and the same with like jobs and stuff Oh, how much are you on? Oh, well, I'm I'm not going to steal your money. <laughs> I just want to know so that I can do your best and I can get the not. I don't care how much you get, like the actual figure yeah. is so that I know I'm not selling myself short or I'm not overreaching so that I don't get a job. I hate it when people are like, I've spent all this time educating myself and learning for myself. So you need to do this. Oh, you ugh, need to do grow the same. up, man. No, I don't agree with that because 
if you have spent all this time educating yourself and learning for yourself and you've gone through some experiences which have taught you how to get to the place that you are today, how much more powerful would it be if you shared that knowledge? If you shared that knowledge with someone else? Like if you shared that with the next person, they don't have to go through everything that you went through. And the other side, like the corporations or whoever is involved are winning for that extra extra bit longer. Instead, why don't you just share how you got there, share how you did something and then someone else can succeed. And then that has a ripple effect and that becomes the new standard. That becomes the new standard of entry level. So then the standard of advanced level goes up and everyone just performs better. It has such a knock-on effect and oh, it just it does frustrate me so much. How boring would all those videos be on TikTok and Instagram if it was like double it and give it to the next person if everyone was just like yeah I'll take it yep yeah, yeah yeah and see when you're exposed or when you're when yeah. you're faced do you know what if that was I, I think if those videos were done anonymously and they say your face is going to be blurred out in this or yeah. the person who's on camera had like a, a brown bag over their head or something if it was anonymous in some way I guarantee so many more people would say, oh, I'll have it. But because you're exposed, you want to look charitable or you want to look like a good person. So, yeah. So that's, other, a, that's literally the same thing, isn't it? But on the other side of that, sorry, we're getting very negative because on the other side of that, people, I think there are so many more good people in this world than we realise. Like so many people who just walk around and just like almost like they're, they're symbolically dropping a flower. Like... That spread is, good yeah. seeds that's all the over. That's the problem is... And expect nothing. You can walk from... You can go from here into town or catch a train somewhere. If you smile at someone or talk to someone in a nice way, you won't talk about it. But if you come home and someone bumped into you, you... You bring that up straight away. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I think there are so many more good people out there than we... Re- like, even the other night when we were walking back from the station, this girl picked up... Um, something from Wendy's for the homeless guy that sits mm. by the station yeah. and he just brought it to him she just very subtly gave it to him just said like stay warm tonight and then walk, walked away and went off and got and she literally got a bus home after that I, I don't for any reason think that she's gonna go home and start shouting about that and be like guys look what I did today you no, don't because you don't no, why would yeah. you it's weird like you do it because you want to and for the love of doing it rather than to tell people about it but if she had walked up to us, barged into us and like squared up to us or something, we would have been like confronted. We'd have told everyone, yeah, wouldn't we, for like been, the next week. I would have gone on my Instagram story and been like, oh my God, this crazy girl, you know? So the bad is talked about more and we have to What's acknowledge that, that. I want this man to be, ah, oh, that, what? oh, I can't remember what the video is. She like has a go at someone who serves them in a restaurant or something. I want this man to be working no more. Something like that. Someone will know. <laughs> right. On that note, <laughs> yeah. I hope you can have that conversation with your boyfriend <laughs> about earnings. Um, just speak about the onus. Like, are you actually putting that onus on yourself or is he putting it on you? And go from there. I think it's just important to have those conversations. Just, needs to, just something that needs addressing. So yeah. address it. <laughs> Guys, anytime you send a dilemma and you know the responses, just talk about yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we need to actually give some better advice next time. Um, but guys, please send your dilemmas through. We are excited to see you in another couple of weeks. Um, yeah, send your dilemmas through to dilemmas at girlspluscub.com. I hope you enjoyed this episode and we'll see you very soon. Bye. Bye.